0: Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dimsic, powered by
1: BetSperts.
2: Welcome to The Deep Dive. We are live and in person in Vegas. We touched. Oh, I bet that was (laughs) loud. Everybody right off
0: the bat. Apologies.
2: Uh, Yeah. And if you're listening to this podcast, uh, we have a special bonus episode. Obviously, we have already... Uh, covered in depth our um, our week one preview uh, and this is uh this is an exciting conversation because I do not think it is hyperbole to say that there is one person in the NFL space who covers what is going on on the football field Can above be, all else are we hate no I'm oh, talking God, about no. our guest. Yeah, yes, yes YouTube sensation uh, Brett oh, Coleman God. welcome to the deep dive <laughs> do you feel uncomfortable being qualified as YouTube sensation a youtuber
1: I I I, I'm a dude that makes videos about football in a spare bedroom, and, and and makes a little bit of money along the way betting on those on those videos. We
0: tend to do this when we we don't like purposely embarrass our guests. Like when, when we have Doctor when when we have Eric yes. Eager, on, we oh, yeah, always make yeah, sure yeah, to yeah. put
1: Doctor Eric. Oh, of Eager. Course, He of would
0: course. never introduce. Wait, he's,
1: re, he's really a doctor. He oh, does, yeah. has a
0: PhD in and like math. Uh, yeah, math, math, yeah. math. Applied math or something. So right. he's technically a doctor. Wow. He would never introduce himself to that, but we always do it. So yeah. yeah, So it's not just you. We do. We do our best to pump up the cast. And, yeah, we're excited. You're out here. We we'll meet you in person for the first time. And yeah. yeah, both of us have watched a bunch of your stuff.
2: Yeah, I don't. For, think, I mean,
0: for a long time. Actually. I honestly,
2: I don't think it is hyperbole because it is not easy to build a brand when you are just creating on your own without really any boost, without any kind of, uh, you know, any kind of push. Uh, You create videos for the NFL. If you haven't already seen them, check them out on YouTube and uh, they're outstanding. And you, I've learned I, as someone who has followed football for 25 years and has bet heavily for, I know I'm old. Somebody who has bet heavily for, you know, I guess 20 years now. Jesus. Uh, I still learned stuff by watching your, uh, your content. So first and foremost, thank you for putting it all out there for free. Um, And I'm curious about your journey. Like what got you into this space in the first place? And uh, uh, I know, for sure, you have some uh, some cool
1: stories in your past. Yeah, I mean, I, I worked at uh, the NFL Network on uh, the production side. And ironically, like when I first started making these videos, like I wasn't even really putting a whole lot of effort into them. It was just like kind of crappy audio quality and crappy edits and stuff like that, because it was really just like proof of concept for my producers for a segment that I wanted to actually produce NFL Network. And I wasn't even... Going to be the talent. It was like, hey, let's get Ladanian Tomlinson to talk about how to read power. <laughs> we talk about Melvin Gordon, not me. Sure. Um, and like, honestly, the format that I was doing wasn't really like good for TV. Like, it was far too long and everything like that. So I just yeah. it never really worked out for TV. But you know, doing one of those like every six months or something like that. Eventually, okay. got to like eleven thousand subscribers when I barely put anything oh, out. And my wife looked at me one day. She's like, look, you're not even trying and it's going okay. What happens if you actually do this? And so I, I I, had time of my life working at NFL Network. I loved working there. I still talk to, you know, all my old friends from there, Charlie, Flo, like all my producers. I did Total Access. I did NFL Red Zone. I, I did Game Day Morning, Draft, all that stuff. And it was time of my life. Um, but I saw, you know, I don't have kids yet. I don't have a whole lot of like life obligations yet. If there's ever a time for me to take a chance and fail, now is it. So my last day was the day before uh, the past Falcon Super Bowl, and I went full time day after that, and never looked back. It, it, it somehow worked. Yeah, and I mean, we've
0: Brett's been here for a bit. Like he stopped over at the Bettsburg's house probably like forty minutes ago. So we've been yeah. we've been chatting off the air a lot, and like we had some interesting conversations already. And I think a big part of it was just how differently we approach stuff like i I, I felt bad like i, I was almost ashamed and like i said like i don't watch that much film after the games even like if i need to go back and watch a section i'll go find it but for the most part we're doing like you know we, we call it the, the box uh, box score autopsies. Sure, thinking back finding context figuring out if if what we saw or the, the the notions that we're left with after Sunday is what we actually should be left with when we're making adjustments to the market. So, like, how you do things is just so different. And I think that's why we find it so interesting. Absolutely. Right? And I, I guess that would be the biggest question is, you know, start, and start back at that point where even while you were still at NFL Network, and, you know, the first part of the question, were you doing any betting or DFS or fantasy at that point? But how has what you've started and, you know, gotten to now where you're at, how has that helped you evolve, you know, doing anything where you're, you know, obviously the, the whole game is getting some financial windfall out yeah. of and loving a game like this. so Capitalizing much via, on your edge. Via DFS fantasy and betting, you know, just how has what you've done translated to making you better at that? Because i say I, that's what I just want to know. Yeah, I want to improve <laughs> I that want. I want to get better. Get, yeah, we need to add to the toolkit.
1: Well, it's funny because uh, while I worked at NFL Network, like, Back back in the day, I should oh, yeah. say, we back weren't it. really "quote unquote" allowed sure. to bet, sure, because there weren't those partnerships, round plays, upon. upon stuff wasn't yeah. entirely legal in all the oh, states. Goodell, yet. Goodell
0: came out and said, like, yeah, we're not going to get, no. yeah, we're not getting involved with gambling of this. But, and, do you remember the fantasy football debacle? Was oh the, yeah, it was mm-hmm. going to be, it was going to be in Vegas. I was like, that was not that long ago. It's
1: true. Yeah. And That's now now look at us. I know. <laughs> now Caesars is they have ten official partners. Put their name on the superdome, <laughs> you know, like so it's uh it's it's been a crazy change, but back then I think we were we were like quote unquote allowed to bet like three hundred dollars a season total or something like that. So, so what? weird that they just would put a cat? I it I mean, it depends on it's not like they check. Yeah, how do they audit that? They, I mean they <laughs> They Self-self didn't okay. report it. self-report okay, it. Yeah. See, I see, I see. It's one of those things where it's like, if you're going to do it, just don't, don't be, uh, don't don't, don't be uh, ostentatious about it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you see. know, like, don't just show up to work one day when you're an intern wearing a Rolex. I got, you know, like, okay. I uh, and, and so like, I, I didn't do it as much back then, because to be honest, I, uh, I was completely brand new to it as well. Sure. Like I, I really wasn't super knowledgeable in the ins and outs and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and even like this, like I would bet favorites a lot. Of course, just because this team's good, they're gonna win, I'll bet
2: all the points. Without
1: realizing it's like, yeah, you'll win, but like not a lot. Sure. You know, and, and so it took me uh, a while, you know, as I kind of went on my football analysis journey to realize, like, hey, I'm actually pretty good at picking out dogs. Okay. It's like maybe I should take some chances on those little by little, little by little. And, I remember my, my big one that I hit was uh, Eagles-Patriots, that Super Bowl. Oh, wow. When I did True. the over and the Eagles uh, Never as a know. double up at like just full <laughs> send on yeah, it. Yeah. I put down yeah. an irresponsible money uh, amount of money on that, and it hit. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I can do this for real. Um, and, yeah. and all of a sudden, it, it didn't kind of progressed from there and there until last year. Now, last, the last couple of years, I think, is where I really started to take the film study and then turn that into actionable betting things. Of course. Like, yeah. I, I did, a, I'll give you an example. I did a film room on the Chiefs Bucks first meeting. Sure. Um, and it was on the Chiefs offense. And it was literally a video on, like, hey, there's some concerns here that might come back to bite them. It was about Pat Mahomes' drop depth. Mm-hmm. It was about the difference in effectiveness of, uh, of their passing game versus one high safety shells versus two high shells. And you look at the first half of that first meeting where Tampa was playing one high, and they were hitting Tyreek on the deep crossers to number three because that's how they beat one high, and they put up like 20 points in like the first 17 minutes or something like that. Next thing you know, in the second half, Tampa comes out, they're playing Fixable. more two yeah. high. They proved they could fix it. Completely shut them down. And I was like, that's concerning that that small of a change in defense had that big of an impact in the Chiefs passing game because they couldn't run the ball. Their only shot was passing. They couldn't even run in the red zone like unless they were calling like design rollouts or screens or something like that. They were not going to score inside five. So I was like, this really concerns me. And then we see in the rematch. Tampa's playing too high. Chiefs still can't run the ball. Yeah, we can talk about the offensive line injuries yeah, and everything just like that. But things, yeah, right. it, But, but yeah. it was it was a systemic issue with how the Chiefs handled too high safety structures last year, and that caused me to smash Tampa Bay in that game, and I came away. Uh, with a lot more money than than I, than I had the day before. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, that that wrinkle it's is so fun to win
0: in the Super Bowl too. Especially oh, yeah. if, you, if you're not like a D gen like me, who's, who's betting like nine different sports. Like I, I got a uh, shout out to our guy Suma. Yeah. Legitimately, the yeah, like, the Iron Will. The only thing he bets is his NFL. Yeah. He he won't bet anything until he's placing futures later on in the yeah. season.
2: And playing Super Bowls. And, and that's the, the thing. If, if like you win the no Super Bowl, pass. that money, yeah. yeah, he just that money
0: just gonna sit there. Yeah. So. um yeah, and we got, we, we were sitting over there by the pool talking about, yeah, all good things, all good things before you got here. We were just kind of planning out some stuff, and it just, we were, like, spinning into questions. You got to talk about the Josh Allen thing. Yeah, this is. Go that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's cool with that first, and then yeah. we'll, get to, we'll get to the inverse of what I came up with there.
2: So, many ways to skin a cat, many ways to develop an edge. Obviously, as, I love the way you phrased it, actually, Andy, you want as many tools in your tool, toolbox as possible when you're handicapping most of the folks out there who are kind of developing an edge in the betting market are doing so with numbers, with data, they're, you know, advanced analytical models, things like that. Uh, and there's lots of stuff that you already just said, like depth of drop and you know, in-game adjustments that you can only pick up on film that is qualitative, period. Right. And I'm curious, you know, how, you know, at this point, how much of an edge comes from evaluating quarterback play and identifying you know what would qualify as a true improvement at the court you know from a, the way the quarterback is performing because you can have a quarterback who just happens to have a good day and stat sheet looks good he covered the spread he pulls off the big upset you know people may say oh this guy's got it now let's go back them yeah. right yeah. but it could have just been a good day. And maybe he's mm-hmm. got a bad day the next time out. Like there's what,
0: been, like, yeah, there's been many seasons that have been. Uh, the Bills are a good example. The Lamar taking a step sure. forward. Like, a, absolutely. A, a giant step forward from a quarterback is huge. Yeah, of course. But I, if like, you identifying it early. Yeah. If you key.
2: identified Josh Allen week one, week two last year, you made absolute bank on the over, on the Bills, throughout the Bills, entire duration of the season. It was it, it was absolute smash. So I guess. At this point, how important is your quarterback evaluation and what specifically are you looking at to, to get a sense that you no, know, this guy has made a meaningful step forward in how he is performing at the position?
1: And it's ironic that you mentioned that because last year, it was after week two or week three, I put out a Josh Allen video. And sure. I said the Josh Allen revenge tour has begun. And it was talking about how absolutely <laughs> insane he was after his yeah. first three weeks. And I was like... This is real. Yeah, like buy, buying is, in on
0: that was yeah. like it was hard, but it was, it was hard. Like, at the time, everybody thought I was
1: crazy. They're like, it's Josh Allen. He's like a 55% completion thrower for his career. And I was like, I don't yeah. care. Like, look at what he's doing right now. And then it just kept going and going and going. And it was the year before that, after week three, I put out a video and it said Lamar Jackson can throw. Now. I remember that one. That one was one of your best. One yeah. MVP. <laughs> the year <laughs> right. before that, yeah. after week three, I yeah. said, this was. Four starts into Pat Mahomes' career. Sure. I said, Pat Mahomes is ridiculous. Yeah. He won MVP. So yeah. it's like late September. I have a trend the last three years. Okay. When I put out a video on a young quarterback that I really like, it, it hasn't luckily been a fluke so far. Okay. This year, I don't fit. I can't guarantee that I'm gonna be doing that video on him, but I have a, a sneaking suspicion. <laughs> I doubt no it's no it's not I doubt
2: that. <laughs> I was trying to think we again. <laughs> Justin
1: Herbert. Yeah, oh interesting. And okay. Justin Herbert actually was my okay. pick for MVP. one. We, well, we he's, had he's s- plus,
0: what, like a long conversation about that. When we did minutes, our, our 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 uh, Chargers preview, we're like does everything just hinge and you know the crux of this is like is he good? Like, yeah. is he good? Or is it like, was it just, uh, you know, teams hadn't seen him and he was playing above average? But like, because the Chargers legit. It's like, if it works, if he makes even a step, a little step forward, it's like, like this is a playoff team. They of won course. like six games last year. Of course. And then, yeah, again, when he said that, I am mean, trying to think of a way that doesn't just shit all over what Drew said. But like, well, because when we had this conversation, we we're like, well, obviously, quarterback's is important. Yeah. Like my, my little, you know, my, my kids can tell you quarterback's important to football. Like that, It makes total sense. We started talking just back and forth, like, you know, when you're developing or you're looking at film, you're looking at other position groups, other positions, and you're thinking, like, what makes the biggest difference? And, uh, again, this is going to be a question. This is where we landed. But especially for you watching all 22, we said, how many times are there secondary players who are not even visible when the snap starts, if they're almost safety, all of them. All, always? Yeah. And a lot of times, once the play develops, there's a lot of times where, you know, the camera's going to go to one side of the field. You're not going to see that corner or a slot corner for the rest. Like, people who just watch the broadcast, they might be missing, like, 80% of what the cornerbacks and D-backs are doing. And that's, you know, that's a big part of the, the inverse of what the quarterback's doing is the coverage unit. Like, that that was interesting once we got into it. And we wanted to ask you about that as far as, like, can you glean something big from coverage unit? film study since a lot of people just aren't even seeing what those guys are doing if they're not digging.
1: It it, it, it kind of depends because like for people that use that are like heavy on data of like, Hey, they play X percentage of man coverage, X okay. percentage of zone coverage. It, it depends on who's actually doing the charting of man versus zone because mm-hmm. there's a lot of zone coverages that look like man, of course, like a zone call where if it's like a three by one, the backside corner is going to be pressed. It's zone, but that specific guy is 100. They call it Meg, man, everywhere he goes. It's a saving terminology in a lot of like match trust quarters. Saban. Looks we all trust saving, which is defense is more complicated than like virtually every single NFL defense, but people won't bend that. Um, but like you know, their match quarter zone looks like. If it's a three-by-one, that backside corner is going to be manned up all the time. And even then, they play zone coverage with man coverage principles. So it's like that stuff might be charted as man coverage. And so if somebody's trying to go into, like, bet an Alabama game and they're like, oh, say Ole Miss, you know, their their expected points per pass – Against man coverage is X and Alabama plays this much man coverage. Like unless you really trust the person who's charting the man versus zone calls, sometimes it's a little tough to use that data. Okay. And so I think everything needs to be used together. Mm-hmm. Never rely on any one thing too much. Like don't, don't even rely on film study too much. Cause sometimes course, you, yeah. you can see a play and get super amped up and you see it happen one time and you know, that guy can do it that one time but then they never do it again. Yes, the, the
0: little smallest of sample size. Yeah. Smallest sample size. It's like, it's like everything worked out perfect. It's like, is that repeatable?
2: Yeah. So, I, I mean, the
0: answer can be yes.
2: Well, in the case of too high safety with Tampa against yeah. Mahomes, it was repeatable. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me expand on that thought a little bit, because I hadn't really thought through this. Is there anyone in the AFC who can emulate that approach? Uh, you know, did Todd Bowles kind of come up with a you know sort of a blueprint to stop Mahomes? Is there are there adjustments that Andy Reid and his offense can make to counter that? And can Mahomes develop and and beat that if he faces it again in the Super Bowl, if we get a super bowl rematch or something like that? Half of the Chiefs division,
1: unfortunately. Uh, can do can repeat that. When you when you the played them tough. Yeah, it's the chart hard. and that's the thing is their their defensive coaching and defensive system this year. A, will place a little bit more emphasis on too high because it comes from the Vic Fangio tree, and Vic Fangio also happens to be in that division as well. They both run very similar systems, very similar languages, okay. and the key is having phenomenal safeties. Both yeah. of those teams have phenomenal safeties. Yeah, they
0: do now, oh, yeah. We're getting some people healthy. Oh, down in, I'm almost in San Diego. But uh, when, yeah. when
1: you're going through the Chiefs division games and you're betting the Chiefs division games this year, specifically against Denver and the Chargers, of course, just be careful. We're taking points. <laughs> Just take take the, Unders. the understanding. Because the Chiefs defense is also really, really good. Like oh, people don't understand how good this Chiefs defense we is. Were, be. We
0: were gonna stick to a lot of process stuff, but now this is this is something that's kind of been in our craw a little because some people brought it up and we didn't have a chance to really put a good firm, you know, opinion on our end about it. But like the reconfiguration of the defensive line for the Chiefs.
1: Just, it's gonna work. Yeah,
0: like I just want, I just want a, a take, like a three-word take. It's
1: gonna work. Because when you like people, oh god, my phone. Because uh, when people look at like Chris Jones at defensive end, they're like, "Well, he's not 250 pounds. This isn't gonna work." And it's like, that's not how they're using him. They're putting him at like as like a heavy seven or a heavy five, where his one job is to take this tight end and just push him straight into Narnia. Like the run game will not Rain work. The side, <laughs> it's it's gonna look it's gonna look very similar to uh, probably some like Belichickian style defenses in terms yeah. of like or even like you go back to like Legion of Boom where they branded Brandon Mebane as like a three hundred thirty pound defensive end. It's gonna look very similar to that. But then in pass rush situations, Mebane would come off the field. Uh, Michael Bennett would kick inside. It's gonna be the same thing for Chris Jones. He's gonna be a three technique. And then they run so many. Blitzes anyway that you don't really need a true like bend the edge Von Miller type like they're sending five or six guys anyway so
0: it's more of a it's more of a scheme based on the overall roster of defensive linemen they had not specifically like we need to get Chris Jones doing this
1: and then, well Chris Jones is so good that it's going to work yeah, whether it's he's on work. the edge or inside anyway but how they emphasize their pass defense is coverage rotations, disguises, everything like that, while also sending bodies at you from every single angle that you're not going to see coming, and it's going to force mistakes. So you're looking for turnovers. You're looking for all that kind of stuff. Plus, they're really going to run defense too. So uh, it's a long way to say Chiefs versus Chargers, Chiefs versus Broncos – Bet the under, under and under. sleep like a baby. And, just, and
0: yeah. it, it reminds me of my, my one foray into film study the other year. Remember that when I learned about wide, wide nine? I do, yeah. And it's like it's like oh my god, like why aren't why are coach? It just made me feel bad about other coaches. Like why are so many coaches dumb? Like this is like it was it worked with the personnel. It worked really well, and like they just went with it. And you see all these coaches just like it's like they're fighting against themselves sometimes. Like hey, this is how it's always been done, and this is what we're going to run. It's like. Well, that, that worked really – yeah, it was not the Niners, like, two
1: years ago, I believe. They, they took some guys. Yeah, put, the put Eagles have done it. And, Lions yeah. have done it. Bills have done it. It's a, it's a Interesting. wash Okay, technique. so <sighs> Buffalo or Cleveland match up particularly well against Kansas City or not Not so much in your opinion? Well, I would have said Buffalo, um, but when you look at the AFC Championship game, the, the, the game plan that the Chiefs used in that game was wildly different than almost the rest of their season. Sure. Very – RPO heavy, yep. uh, you know, taking advantage of uh, you know leverage on linebackers that had to play the run, or at least the threat of the run. Taking advantage of the fact that when you are in two high safeties, that's a lot of ground to cover to try to get to Travis Kelsey in the flat on those RPOs, like impossible. Yeah, and and they murdered them with that, yeah. and then never used it again. They didn't use it at all in the Super Bowl, and I'm like, I I, I didn't understand the game plan from them in the Super Bowl. So, again, it's, it's another one of those things, small sample size. We've seen them do it. Will they do it again? Um, I think Buffalo can go back and look at that game and learn some things okay. and change how they're matching up. But I still I still am a little bit wary about about either of them matching up.
0: Yeah, pro is Buffalo has a great coaching staff. They retained everyone from their great coaching staff. Con. The exact same thing can be said about Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. and, and their <laughs> offensive yeah. line is better. Their offensive you know. line is going to be better. Mahomes is healthier. We'll assume he doesn't get dinged up too bad. He is healthier than he was. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that that's rough. And yeah. I do like the Browns. It's it's just going to be hard to – sometimes I feel like we try to be contrarian just for the sake of, like, let's not just bet the chalk. Like, let's try to make cases for the Browns. That you know, the Chargers even as a longer sure. shot, the Broncos is a longer shot, and obviously we do love the Bills quite a bit. After it felt like a, it was like a moment last year when we finally bought in because we were so vehemently anti-Josh Allen, mostly because honestly, because some of you guys on the internet, <laughs> there were just some really shitty Bills fans that were like, uh, I mean, they were yeah. wrong because they're like you're so good, you are wrong for two years. In hindsight, we're very right, and then but, it made yeah, us it was, harder. To, yeah, it right. made it harder for us to pivot because, yeah. what you are seeing, it's like. All the things we bitched about, we said, "All right, we joked like if he can fix this, he'll be a good quarterback." Which no one ever has, but then he did. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. like, come on! And, and I wonder, it's like it had to be some combination of again their coaching staff getting him to where he needed to be, and sure. the, I mean, some some heavy commitment from him to fix those things because, like, again, we may we may never see a quarterback go from that level to that level that quickly. Sure. I mean, it was it was nuts. And after we bought in, we. We're kind of bills, guys. LaFayette, I'm not going to do the table thing. Let me pivot. Ask, will, guys, if they win the Super Bowl,
2: um, the thing? I, will, I will do the table. the steel <laughs> table here. <laughs> Break my pass. God. Let me pivot and ask you a question real quick about the NFC because we just saw Tom Brady and he has um, one of the most spectacular suite of weapons in the offensive passing game that we have seen of all time, probably. Um, if you are trying to win the NFC and you have to go through Tampa Bay this year, mm-hmm. what do you do schematically? to try to stop Tampa Bay from scoring 30 points? You don't.
1: <laughs> you have to score 30 You yourself? have to get turnovers. <laughs> you, well, you have to punch the ball out like okay. they did on Godwin. You know, you okay. have to get turnovers because it. okay, let's say like teams last year, they played a lot of what's called vice coverage on uh, Chris Godwin in the slot where you're leaving Mike Evans alone outside. You're leaving A.B. alone outside. You're doubling Godwin inside and out because they know that Brady likes to work the middle of the field. So okay. you have an inside leverage player on the on the middle of the field. So Brady... Takes away that option for him. You have an outside leverage player so that Godwin can't just roll it outside for easy first downs. You're taking your chance with your biggest corner on Mike Evans because the best asset he has at this point is size. Sure. You probably put your number one on AB on the outside because you have to. <laughs> you look good. Yeah. And then you pray to God that Gronk doesn't have one of those like vintage Gronk yeah. games. Other than that, not much you can do just outside. Yeah, it,
0: it is yeah. just amazing. Like the entire world. And my children know Gronk is going up the seam and yeah. he's just bigger than you. And your linebacker can't hang with it. But it's still just, we've been watching it forever. It just always works. It is pretty. Like I'm trying to think of, I don't think I, I can think of other three receiver sets that have been around. Few, I can't think of one that had a tight end that went with it. I had to look if it was no. Matthew Hatchett or Andrew Glover. But like, because I went to like Moss, Moss Reed Carter in 98, but it was like, yeah, it was it was Andrew Glover. Like your tight end. Andrew, yeah. Andrew Glover was a fine no tight end. He no was brown. not Gronkowski. Yeah. Like to take three receivers of that level and then to throw in a Hall of Fame tight end, it is kind of stupid when you think <laughs> of the fact that they didn't I mean they didn't even it wasn't really a doubt that they weren't gonna cover the end number. Like it got out to t- juicy. Like you could you could pay a few cents and get a ten at some points last night. It was nuts yeah. how much steam came on it and the Cowboys damn near won the game. So that's uh, all year it's gonna be fun to watch
2: that team. What did you guys have last night, by the way? Six and a half with the bucks. So not not super psyched with the outcome. Yeah. <laughs> when, when did you get six and a half? Like a month ago? No, August. June. <laughs> six, gosh, yeah, August. Okay, yeah, that was one of your first
0: bets. I, I I rode along with our my, our boy Suba. Yeah, I, you was was, I think I got fifty one because mm-hmm. I I wasn't fast enough on the trigger to get fifty and a half. But no, that was a good look by them. And honestly, like I said that to the, we were with some of the circuit guys last night. I said, don't you sometimes wish you didn't bet or get involved in this, like? Wouldn't that have just been a fun game to watch? Yeah, like, I, I really, I, really, really I, had,
2: I wish I had not had action last night because I was frustrated with turnovers. Because so every
1: fun. time Dallas. Did something cool? You would have been like, come on! Yeah, know, right?
2: well, <laughs>
0: oh, no, and, yeah like when you, you you like want to make a, especially like NBA, like get this guy in the game. Like yeah, right. you want you're yelling at the TV for a yeah. substitution every time Dallas would cross the fifty. I'm like, oh man, man, get a different head coach quick!
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, we're getting in the red yeah. zone with no, the Ultimately, for, for entertainment value, we want Dallas to be what we saw last night, which yes. is an aggressive, exciting, plus EV run offense. Uh, and so I was cheering for that, even though I had Bucks minus six and a half. But ultimately, though, the the Bucks are still f- freaking sloppy, man. There's so and many again, sloppy it things. It's still weak. Like, it's, yeah, some, I, some, I, sure, but the, yeah, the and they're sloppy in a lot of ways. There were some decisions that Arians made that I was upset about. There were some the decisions box. that. Uh, there's some decisions in the past, you know, targeting Leonard Fournette consistently in the passing game <laughs> drives me insane. And not Gio Bernard, who they signed specifically for that. Yeah, why are in the world, uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not the playoffs. Like, he, it's he, insane. He's for the playoffs. It's insane. And um, I think, um, yeah, I mean, that. obviously the turnovers and penalties on top of all of that made it very frustrating to be a Bucks backer last night. But uh, I don't know that anyone stopping that team unless they stop
1: themselves. So, Just remember our motto. For the folks watching at home, good teams win games. Great teams cover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it,
0: it might be one of those like uh, Tampa Bay was like fifteen and two this year, and they, you know, they were like eight, eight, seven and 10, ten against the spread. Eight, seven, seven, yeah, yeah, you are gonna pay. And it I was think- it was a roller coaster last year. For sure. Yeah, even for sure. even winning the game last night, not covering obviously, but people are just gonna remember and you look back, that's a W. Yeah. And you are gonna pay a premium for teams like this going forward,
2: especially how they look. So yeah. Okay, here last last question for you, and then we'll wrap because this is this has been super fun and taking a lot of time. What game in week one are you the most excited to break the film down oh, when you get one. to your computer yeah. on Tuesday? When the all twenty two comes out, the first one you're gonna click on if you had to guess right now. But it bears.
0: <laughs> I, have, I have the best all twenty-two.
1: Don't even get me started.
0: <laughs> it's like some kid with a handy towel rafters. Stang is filming that. Uh we
1: get we get Pat's dolphins week one, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm very intrigued to look at Mac Jones versus that Flores defense because uh the Miami defense in general is just one of the more fun for me to study because they just they don't they don't care. They will throw <laughs> everything at you uh it's it's so blitz heavy so many crazy pressures not to mention their secondaries like really good yeah um i really can't wait to see uh mac jones and how he handles that because if he can handle that week one in his first start uh i think things are looking pretty decent for patriots future yeah.
0: It's just like a human being. It pains me to cheer for the Patriots at all, but <laughs> I have Mac Jones has kind of grown on me. Oh yeah, he handled That's the not, Has nothing to do with your offensive no. of rookie
2: year ticket. Oh no, I do, one I,
0: one do one one. I do, and I do. Have some <laughs> of that too. Yeah, you you know, got ten to one. Yeah. Was it before? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're the week before, before. The week before they announced. Like during there was one
2: book. It was like a you little. You know what it was? The, the day. Ball. Yeah, the day that the day that cam was announced out of practice when he has that five day thing had, you get it. Yeah. smash it yeah. well the, no every every patriot supporter could not wait to get their twitter open and just glow about how good he looked in that practice and it was basically like oh he's getting the week one job 10 to 1 11 to 1 is why you
0: have to bet that and, and the, the yeah. way he handled it again it's the preseason you're not seeing a ton of like you don't see exotic blitz, blitz packages in the preseason but right. still there's rookies and even younger veteran quarterback sometimes look a little frazzled sometimes coming out early the pre- he handled everything with a plum. Yeah he seemed to have poise, his mechanics look just as good as they have. And like I'm I'm, I'm tentatively excited for obviously to catch that ticket, but <laughs> I, I, I I like seeing young quarterbacks come in the league and see I hate watching you know teams waste high draft picks be like, oh good. The we Darnold have, situation we have, like, uh, Kate McDowell like this yeah. is a fun. Like, Who, Smith. Who'd, uh,
1: who'd you do for defensive rookie of the year?
2: Real quick we get
1: out here. oh wow like, um, I I himself. really have not uh, attacked that
2: market we were a defensive player.
0: OA that was it.
2: Baltimore was one Jamin. Oh, I don't I have a little on Jamin, maybe no, you're out on a way. Collins. David Collins, oh interesting. Twenty five hundred you're getting on. I feel like I feel like we talked a little about a couple of the linebackers. Think, I guess here's the question. Is the Cardinals defense going to be good enough in the mind of the Voter to give
1: an award to somebody on. They've Netflix.
0: thrown so much at it over the past two years. Doesn't it have to be a little? Better? I think.
1: I think it will be better. I mean, I don't know if it'll be like a top. Or something oh, like that
2: because a lot of times the award, the guys that write the guys that vote the on awards, they're not actually breaking the film down. You know, this. oh not no, like it's they're, they're literally, blown. yeah, they're literally looking at the, the uh, this leader in tackles among rookies and they're like, Well, that guy's at the top. Of I like the cut of his, and, you know, that's, but oh, that, oh, that's why that's I, why okay, so I'm so doing it because okay, because
1: yeah. a he's just really good player, he's okay. basically he like field a lot. Okay. He's, he's like Brian Erlacher's illegitimate son, I swear to god, like how he's uh, and like. He's gonna get like 125 tackles. Okay. He's gonna get five or six sacks, probably a couple pick. Like he, like you remember, um, God, who, who, what, who was it in the in his rookie year? Uh, he was with Buffalo and then bounced around with Miami and the Saints or something like that. Like uh, Fort Oregon player who like started out. Uh, at- Deion Jones or Deion. Oh, not not him. I'm uh, as a linebacker. Uh, totally blanking on his as name. As soon as we turn this off, he'll yell. Like, I will yell at him. just yell it. <laughs> but like he started out, he started out his career like in his first month, with, like ten tackles a week, a pick, okay. and a sack per week. Like that's the kind of game that David well, Collins and he's going to play.
0: like. The biggest thing that we talked about this right off the bat with any awards, obviously MVP different. Right, like, it? it is it is going to be. <laughs> Volume, like the guy has to be starting, he has to be playing, and he has to be playing in a spot where he's going to get some stats. Sure, like, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it, it is harder with linebackers because, like, a bunch of if if a cornerback, and that's how you lose this bet, a cornerback. Like, we talking about Murphy Bunting. Murphy Bunting kind of sucks, but people like knew his name in the postseason because he sure. was just right place, right time kind of guy. Like, oh, here's a pick. he's getting targeted a lot. Yeah, he too. was he was getting yeah, yeah he was getting targeted a lot. So he <laughs> yeah. had a couple yeah. lucky picks. He's like, yeah. hey, this guy's not actually good. <laughs> And the same thing can happen with one of these rookie corners, sure, like be in the right place at the right time, get seven picks. It's going to be hard for
2: anyone to not vote for you. It's it's tough. I, I still think ultimately the voters are going to look at this, the counting stats. Yeah, that is such. And if there is a guy who is on a
1: perceived good defense, that's who they they fire. On. Well, if you really want like a deep, deep, deep one at oh, yeah, 40, to 40 to one, you're getting Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah, he's yeah, he looks who's going to get he a, he's going to get a lot of picks. Was announced that he won the starting job this week. He's that's going to be going on a great, great. defense that's going to get a lot of attention because of who their quarterback is. Staley, and that's the thing too. Like Staley's people, Sertain had you know? that yeah. against oh, Mike. Like, oh, and everyone's
0: like, "I'm betting him." Like, i this number, I and mean, it's like, yeah, that's, <laughs> forty to one for Samuel Junior. Forty to one. Yeah, that, I'd, I'd way rather have some some Samuel than Sertain.
1: Like, if you I put to believe in Sertain. You put twenty bucks on that. You're getting what 820 eight twenty back. Yeah, it's good. So. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet it. I'm in. All
2: right, I'm in Thank too. Thank you, Brett. We gave us an actionable angle there. Asante Samuel Jr. Defensive Rookie of the Year. I didn't really have a strong opinion on that. I we, that we really did cheap. shy away. We thought from that market was too tight. Yeah. We, we talked. Like, oh, we went down the list and talked ourselves yeah.
0: out of like every guy. Yeah. Was, was, well, that guy's too high. That guy, so I mean, the, my, the my draft, draft, Marcus Marcin
2: was thing, was, we got was yeah. huge at the top of the oh, board. It's like just, no, no way. That's a trap. Don't no. Don't don't take. Yeah, we were like, there should be value here. I just don't know where. Yeah. Whenever there's somebody at the top, yeah,
0: who's their number is stupid, it's like somebody down. Oh, you know this is yes, somebody yeah. he's taking so much of the market share there's going to be value. We, be value we just kept going down to like, and again we did this way back early we didn't know it was going to be starting this is for camps and stuff so no, well, I'm, I'm i'm in on it's that and, like this yeah, before we uh, he has before three we get Pat Mahomes uh, week
2: three, we'll start beating the drum. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's, and we'll use any, any any
0: small media yes. club that we have here at this table. <laughs> oh, so we'll be pumping Oh to, like, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk tires. to anybody. We'll pump know, tires. Big yeah, time. We'll talk to oh, Brinson. Yeah, bookmaker. Yeah, yeah, it like yeah. yeah Brinson. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe mention that on yeah, CBS. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll try. Get that get that snowball rolling. For sure.
2: For sure. Um,
0: and you know, we we did ask Drew asked like, what what game are you excited to do some stuff on? Do you have any? Cool projects that you're gonna be doing this year. That's kind of what I want to ask Ooh. to close out. Like, is there something ex- you're excited about that you're gonna be doing this year during the season that people can look forward to? And also mention just the name of your YouTube channel if anybody doesn't.
1: Well, the, the, the name of it is, is Brett Coleman, which is my name. God, okay. because uh, so I'm I'm not creative when it comes to naming things <laughs> at all. Uh, in terms of cool projects, like I'm working with Caesars like this whole week, um, kind of doing a a, a video about. Like, how to do a weekend in Vegas Ooh, if you're coming in nice. for a Raiders game. You know, like...
0: A lot of people will be doing that. And a lot of people will be doing that. I, I like this a to love to
1: lean into, like, a lifestyle thing from a sports better standpoint. That's huge. And it's... That's the thing. is like... it. This is the only kind of, like, quote-unquote lifestyle type thing I would do. Because cool. it revolves around two things that I do a lot. Which is gambling and going to football games. So... But it also just happens to be in a great place like Las Vegas, which I've loved. It's Does forever. it include
2: a capstone of you'll be at
1: Raiders, Ravens, on? I absolutely will. Oh, no, that's, that's,
0: and, and again, it's such a beauty. Like, I had so many buddies, not only from Minnesota, but uh, other people from other cities. I know that, like, hey, my, my team is playing the Knights. Like I, I can really spin this. No, it's not a gambling trip. I mean, we're going. Over, like, yeah, no, like, yeah, like uh, you know, it's like the collage tweet. Like oh, this, this team can really move it tape to tape. Like I really, I really just want to watch. Like, I almost turned into a bit of a hockey fan because I'm like I could get a Vegas trip out of this. Like, you know that's going to happen when when these teams, you know, when the away team, you're going to see some. I'm just stunned. It took so long. Like yeah, what, no, how, no
1: how did it take so long for pro sports to end up? Oh, in we Vegas? need an NBA team now. Well, Everything. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, this, uh, small, the athletics goes. need
0: to move. Yeah. Like get out, get out oh, of California. Get,
1: get the whole Bay Area pipeline. There's been, ta- there's been some
0: talk about that. As, been, as yeah. far as I wouldn't be I would love
1: to see a baseball. But do team you here? really want to
2: play? It needs to be In
1: July. In July. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. We've learned it <laughs> from the Diamondbacks. They need that to use
2: the Raiders Stadium, and they need yeah. to get the dirt back out on the field. Oh god! Cut this. I missed the Raiders right around the dirt. That was the worst. No, of
1: course I'm doing. I talked to some guys that actually played on that dirt, by the way, and they they said like, like, like nothing, nothing else hurt as as a professional football player. Like getting, like running full speed, and then like somebody swipes your ankle from behind, and you just face plant right into that dirt. Especially like early year when it's just hot, and you're just falling into a stove. It's yeah I'm, yeah, I'm happy it's for not readers. even like the frozen
2: tender where you're already a little numb. Oh, it's so really much feels. worse. But yeah, you feel it all. <laughs> I, I
1: played football,
0: and you know, the hard, cold ground sucked. Yeah. And I remember there was one field where it's like, oh, they haven't watered this in like six years, and it's not been raining. And it, was, it was just like the really hard ground in the middle of like September. It was hot. I'm like, this is worse. We're <laughs> like, playing on concrete today. This
2: sucks. <laughs>
1: All so right. all so
2: right
0: also yeah where can where can people find you on twitter
1: is that a, a uh pretty, yeah it's same, same uh uncreative <laughs> name it's all at brett coleman on instagram on tiktok on twitter on youtube excellent tiktok by the way i don't know if you guys are on tiktok you really got I, made a, I made got. <laughs>
0: i made a cool scorpion tiktok earlier <laughs> <laughs> excellent all right
2: well best of luck this nfl season appreciate your time and keep up the great work absolutely love all your content and uh yeah let's get some words thank yeah. you for having me thanks for joining us Thanks for Hit the music. Hit the music yeah, again. Let's let's jack the music up. Is he making a sign like he can't play the I music? I think Is it's just... Music kind of fix, it music. <laughs> fix it in post. Fix it in post. Oh, he needs us to play the music. That's uh, the that's That's the issue. We can play the music.
0: I'm sad. I don't know it's the same if we don't... Have-